Welcome back. You may be able to hear the sounds of engines humming. That's because me and Tom are traveling through the northern New Hampshire forest right now on side-by-sides and ATVs. Now, we just want to give a big shout out to our sponsors. These include Brady Sullivan at BradySullivanProperties.com. If you're looking for local Manchester housing, they are the place to look. We'd also like to give a big shout out to Manchester Inklink. Not only do they give us avid support, but they are number one news outlet for the Manchester community. And finally, we'd like to shout out Brian, Brian Lawrence as he supports us with access to the Inklink studio and to my good friend and fellow podcaster, Tom Millimier. He is a full-time real estate agent. If you're looking to buy or sell a property in the New Hampshire area. You think you're some sort of some sort of philosopher, some sort of question asker. You think you're professionally questionable, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. So this episode, Eddie, what's the date today? Today is the 8, or sorry, 8-5, so the 5th of August. 5th of August. So guys, today what we're going to do is just a little short, nice, easy, just episode between me and Eddie. We'll go over a couple things. Uh, we're really trying to stick with being, we've only missed, we missed one week. Um, that was last week. Uh, we want to try to stay as you know, consistent as consistent as possible. Yeah. So Eddie, what's been going on with you, Eddie, you've been at Harvard now working all summer, building your bioreactor. How's everything going with that? It's going well. It's been a great internship so far. Um, I've learned a lot. I've done a lot of machining, um, a lot of work with computer aided design. So it's going well. What have you done? So you know, New England, New Hampshire in the summertime, you know, there's a lot of fun attractions you can do. What would you say is your favorite, you know, kind of New England thing to do in the summertime? Well, recently I've been getting home pretty late. Um, So I've missed out on some of the classic New England attractions. However, I have gone to Maine for a few um, vacations Spent some time at Old Orchard Beach, which has been absolutely delightful. Um, you actually joined me on one of those trips. I did. That's right. Um, so, Are they still having those riots going on at Hampton Beach? I don't know. Are they? I don't know. I know it was happening for a while. Hampton Beach is kind of funny because we really don't have that much beach in uh, New Hampshire. And Hampton's one of those places where it's... I would say it's all walks of life. All walks of life. But I think that's what makes it fun. That's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I, I think I'm going to be going there tonight, but I think it's, you know, I enjoy being there. Well, what do we get for news this week? 
Uh, there's a few different things happening. Um, probably one of the most, you know, we're going to start controversial. Yeah. Um, and then we'll, but recently there has been a new um, act proposed by our government um, that might allow homeless people to be ticketed on public property. Really? Uh, public property or private property. So it's a new ch- change in the city ordinance uh, ordinance that would allow police to ticket homeless individuals camping on public property. And is this just in Manchester? Yeah. So even if there's no avail- available space at overnight shelters, if they're on public property, they can be ticketed. It's not passed yet, um, but the Board of Aldermen for, new- or for Manchester um, proposed change wow um i don't know how i feel about that yeah it's definitely a a different look on things i don't know how it will affect the city um it definitely isn't beneficial to to the homeless people because they're not going to be able to pay let's go down the line right i'm homeless i get a ticket right first thing i'd be thinking is probably well why would i pay this what's going to be the consequence absolutely what is the con- is there what would the consequence be go to maybe go to court maybe somehow but even in court what are you going to say like i don't you're living on the street at that point you don't have the money to be paying these tickets who who whose idea was this um i don't know it was proposed by the board of aldermen for manchester so okay whoever is on the board yeah i think my only thing with this is it's just like you know will go down the line of what happens and it's just like is it really like it doesn't seem it seems like it's going down like a dead road you know a little bit a little bit yeah no that's my only thing is like what you know what's going to be the worst case scenario yeah the the homeless people aren't going to pay worst case scenario ticket debt worst case scenario they're going to be sent to jail Worst case, you know, I, you know, yeah. it's not paying a ticket, but worst case, what do you, you know, end up in jail somehow? And then if you have like a hundred tickets, I guess so, right? You don't pay. Yeah, it. no, I just, you know, I, I, I think that there's obviously, I think that might be some sort of short term thing. I don't think that's the best thing we could do here. And I think that maybe something else needs to be created, you know, absolutely to find a better solution than just giving everyone tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So right now that's just proposed. It's not nothing has passed. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Hey, what happened? Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, Livingston Park. Livingston Park is a a small. It's like a small pond with a with a walk around right? trail. Yeah. For anyone not from Manchester, Livingston Park, right on the north end. It's got you know a track. It's got a pool, a playground. Uh, yeah, a nice little dirt trail around the whole pond. You can fish there, right? So two men decided to get in a water vessel and actually, you know, get in there naked and start having sex in Livingston Pond. They were fornicating on the pond. On the pond. Now, this is a little bit crazy because, you know, I have fond memories myself of riding my bike around Livingston Pond. I still, to this day, will ride my bike around Livingston Pond sometimes. Absolutely. And the fact that I could just look out one day onto the pond and see two men you know, doing unholy acts on each other in plain sight 
is pretty crazy to me. I don't know what was going through their head. There might have been some, you know, some substance involved. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, fi- I find it crazy. I, um, I think living, I just think about, you know, last week was just the British are coming soccer camp. You had 150 kids out on the field, out at Livingston all day. These are not the kind of things we want going on right now. No, absolutely. It's a bad look for the city. No, um, it's a bad look. For, it makes me laugh a little bit, but at the same time, it's straight up wrong. It is. It's yeah. not right. No. Um, on a better note, though, on a good look for the city, on August 11th, there is a free concert in the park. Yeah, reggae concert. Yeah, a reggae rock jam band. Yeah. Um, Roots of Creation, Summer Celebration. You know, Eddie, this is what we talked about in the uh, in the beginning of the summer was, okay, there needs to be, like, it'd be sick if there was some co- cool concerts and all that. Absolutely. Throughout the year, maybe throughout the summer, free concerts for everyone to go to. I think those things are cool because, it, like we always say, it brings everyone together. Absolutely. I think it's uh, a way to enhance the Manchester spirit and the Manchester community, um, especially that it's free, right? It's just come, enjoy your time here. Um, you don't have to pay, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, to dive back onto the um, the naked men in the vessel one more time, I don't know what it is about summer, but it, for some reason it makes everyone want to get naked. We got someone down in Derry who was exposing himself on the Derry Rail Trail to a woman, and it reminds me of my girlfriend being at Stark Park one time and getting exposed by a man right on the property. He drives by her. He just, you know, exposes himself. What, what, what's going on with people in the summertime with getting naked? I don't know. People are getting too hot, possibly. Although the weather hasn't been that nice. Although recently we have got a break. I um, think, you there's know... There's been some nice summer weather. I think the summer, it brings out something in people and they just want to let it all hang out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Yeah, what do we get next for news, Ed? Um, on kind of a lesser point, there was said to be high lead in school drinking waters. Um, London Dairy School said to have high lead. Although, we're talking about five parts per billion here, and the government deems it unsafe at around 15 parts per billion. So, so there was just it's a about a little- about third of what the government deals or considers completely um, unsafe. But there's a little lead in the school drinking water, which we probably don't need, right? So it's good they're recognizing it. Yeah, and that's the Londonderry school? Londonderry, I think Manchester, too. Um, but again, you know, the kids are eating paint chips off the off the thing, so yeah. the school drinking water probably isn't great. But it's good to know that someone's paying attention to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Another thing there's going on outside City Hall or actually, it's probably on City Hall. There's being a, a giant mural painted. Of what? Um, I, th- I believe it says something like, Welcome to Manchester, or inviting you to Manchester. It's big, beautiful, bright colors. We should drive by it after and we see should. it. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I've only seen a picture um, that Joyce Craig tweeted. She said um, that... There was a big, beautiful mural, and she was so proud that she can look out her window and see the uh, the beautiful mural. I honestly thought it looked quite nice. I like that. I like when artists come and they do some sort of cool portrait or the people that painted those islands down on Commercial Street. Yes, absolutely. I, I think that's a cool thing. Uh, I think it's, um, you know, makes everything look a little bit better, honestly. Without a doubt. Yeah. We need some color in the city. 
Absolutely, we do. Manchester police are trying to identify a man who was involved in a stabbing. Um, What's new, huh? Last week near Union Street and Litchfield Lane. Um, the victim told the police that he was stabbed during an argument about a parking spot. Yeah, that'll do it. It's the it's that summer heat. It's coming in. Everyone's getting naked and they're doing stabbings. That's it. Seems like a reoccurring theme here. I looked. I was trying to look for some news this week, and it was it was a little bit tiring seeing the amount of you know negative things. Negative news. Did I you agree. see that as well? I'm trying. I went through so many things, and I'm just like you know what? I don't want to talk about. You know, the the negative aspects, but that really, there was so much um, negative news going on. Eddie, right now, right now, if there was something you could do in Manchester, one thing to enhance Manchester, what would you do? I think that we have the beautiful river, um, and there's not really a lot of places to access the river, um... So I think it'd be nice to have, a, you know, more places where you can go down and access the river, park benches, you know, a walking trail possibly. Yeah, right um, along the water. Right along the water that is clean, well lit, um, that can have, you know, on college campuses they have those blue light systems where you can hit a button, call the police in case. They should install some of those there, right? You have a nice walking trail where people can feel safe. Walk along the edge of the river. I agree. You know what I've always wondered too? So Trinity put in that uh, soccer field over there. Yes, yes. So one time we were playing there at night, something like that, right? And it's odd because there, there seems to be people that like to hang out in the parking lot. Older people, maybe middle-aged at night. Yeah. It's odd. It's odd. It I don't. Odd. I don't know what is going on there. And I've been there before. One time I get into my car and I'm sitting in there. I was probably on the phone with someone or texting someone. And like a car, like it's an open parking spot, a parking lot, and a car will just come up and pull up next to you. It's weird. The whole thing's weird. Another time we were at the tennis courts and I'm watching people get get out of their cars and walk up just right through the woods. It's odd. It is odd. I think, and again, I think that, right, that place over there by, it's it's not well lit, right? It's dark. Yeah. Over there, it's kind of tucked away. And I think that all contributes to, I do think some people do use that place as like an Uber stop. Yeah. But there's other people that definitely are, might be using it for other illicit activities. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. I think it's a little bit sad that we... You know, I remember I played for Westside Little League and there was North Little League. It's sad because we don't even have enough kids nowadays playing baseball or doing stuff like that where we have to combine teams together. What are all these kids doing? Is it the iPads they're glued to? What is it? I don't know. I think it's half on the generation of you can just sit inside now and look at TikToks and partly on the fact that right you you have you have to have active parents that also want to bring their kids to these practices yeah so no. there's definitely a generational shift i going agree on. i agree yeah i um and i i am so sick of seeing you know i i'm i see all these you know all these kids you know it's nice 
I have friends and they'll ask me, you know, oh, you know, is there any work I can do? You got any work I can do? And, you know, I'll try to help them out as best I can. There's so many other kids nowadays. You know, we don't have a lot of kids working nowadays in the summertime. No, no. And I think... I think that there's some, you know, thing where we've almost become much more lazy where, you know, these kids get brought up and they think, oh, college, since I'm going to college, you know, I'll be fine. I'm not going to work at all. I feel like, you know, what lessons would you say you've learned through work? I think that work teaches you the the value of, you know, being able to have time where you're not having to work. In other words, when I'm in college, right, and I'm not working physically, um, it lets me know that I'm in college for a reason. Um, I can't slack off. You know, I can't go out and party and drink. Um, it's, it's a waste of your money and your education. But I think kids these days don't realize that. And college is so normalized that it's just, I'll be all right. I'll make it to college. I'll come out and uh, have a job. Yeah, I think... I think that some of these kids, you know, there's a sort of appreciation you learn through through hard work, through hard work. And it's it's almost that, you know, when you're working, you have to sacrifice some things. You have to sacrifice your time. Obviously, you have to sacrifice, you know, doing something you wouldn't want to do normally. I wouldn't want to go and, you know, uh, I I don't know. I wouldn't want to go and have to spend time, you know taking down walls and taking down, you know, but it's one of those things where you learn to appreciate then the other time exactly what you're saying. I I found myself that once I started working, I looked at everything, you know, when I was working a a by the hour job, I would look at everything in a sense that I would go to spend everything in a sense of how many hours would it take for me to to make this. If I want to go and if I want to go and go out to dinner with my friends to a fancy restaurant and have to spend, you know, 30, 35 bucks, you know, okay, well, back in the day, you know, I'm only making 15 bucks an hour. Okay, I would have to work two hours to go sit down for 45 minutes at this dinner, 45 to an hour at this dinner place. You know, is that really worth it to me? Absolutely. Once you, once kids start seeing it like that, it not only gets them smarter, but it makes them realize, okay, you know, maybe I don't need this. Yes, by the way, we are recording right now in the Jefferson Mill. Uh, it's a Brady Sullivan property. Absolutely beautiful. If you have any time to ever check it out, please go and check it out. It is, you know, the history behind it. It's fantastic. Absolutely. On the topic of Brady Sullivan, we'll also bring some limelight onto a new property over in Allenstown. Yes. Uh, recently, a mill building has gone up there. Yes, so about two weeks ago, I would say, maybe a week and a half ago, I went to the grand opening of the uh, 25 Canal Street in Allenstown, and it was fantastic. We had seen this property maybe four four years ago, five years ago, and it was decrepit, and they had it. There was a tenant in there, um, but it was, you know, brick falling off it was you know it was a cool place and actually that outbuilding that we looked at it had even a swimming pool in it but it was uh it was it was falling it was apart. Yeah. It, it was falling apart and we were actually 
talked to to do the first initial the landscape work to to clear it out some and it was it was fun and it was it was cool to see that and then to see it now how well it's transformed into 150 units brand new units Beautiful. brand new apartment units absolutely gorgeous right on the water right on the river um it's something truly remarkable and i went there and i listened to the uh to the the uh, historian in allenstown speak at the at the uh grand opening and he was saying yeah he's like all the kids used to be here and he's like they use kids a lot because they would be able to go and tell someone on a different floor something quicker than someone else they you know they could reach their hands into the machine and you always hear about that but to hear someone actually saying oh yes that's you know 100 percent what happened you know it, it was something cool where all these people came from canada from europe and they were able to you know the, the amount of jobs that were had there and now to have it still up and running and now a beautiful apartment complex is something pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I do need to talk about another news topic as well. Did you see the plane that went down at Hampton? I did not. So someone posted it and it is a video of this plane coming into land on like a Saturday or something. And it just like a little plane that carries a banner behind it. Mm-hmm comes down and just lands right in the ocean, goes nose down, but, you know, nice and slow, but goes nose down and then just flips upside down. The guy get out safely. He ended up going to the hospital, but I don't think they were 100% sure of what happened. Um, But the video of it is kind of crazy to watch right at Hampton. And everyone talks about how he did a fantastic job because I was sitting there and, you know, my girlfriend was watching it with me and she was like, well, why wouldn't they have landed on the beach? And I'm like, the pilot knew that he couldn't land on the beach. You know, when you're at the seacoast, there's not a lot of open land where you can just land a plane. Absolutely. So he landed at 30 yards from the beach, knowing that there was a bunch of people on the beach. You know, if it was five in the morning, he would have just put the plane right in the sand and yep. landed it. Um, but no, the video is something crazy. And it's literally like, holy cow, that happened right at Hampton Beach. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, no, so check that out. That was pretty, honestly, pretty interesting to watch. We're now on episode, I think we're getting close to episode 10. Um, unless we've already, no, we haven't already passed it. We're getting close to episode 10 of uh, Professionally Questionable. Um, we'd love it if, you know, anyone listening, if they had someone who they thought would be a good choice for us to interview and we're completely open and we're always looking for more people please reach out to us. I mean, we, we really, we're really just trying to capture as many different voices and different, uh, you know, opinions on things and different stories from all walks of life. Um, and I have people, you know, telling us that we're doing a good job and we appreciate that. Um, we're just trying to, like we always say, we're just trying to, you know, show some limelight. We're trying to show some positive things and some cool people. We just like talking to cool people and hearing cool people's stories and it's cool to be able to do it and have the help of Inklink to be able to promote all these cool things. We, we, we do this completely for fun and we just, we're going to keep doing it for fun. And that's why some episodes may be shorter than others. Some episodes may be longer than others, but it's just strictly completely out of fun. Absolutely. And you know, even if you don't think of someone that might want to be on the podcast, if you yourself think that you're an interesting person, get in contact with us yeah. we're, we're happy to hear you out um 
whether you've been done local charity for Manchester, whether you're involved in different groups in Manchester, um, just get in contact with us. And with the hot weather, make sure you stay cool, keep your clothes on, um, and have a great rest of your week.